हरे Fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and the sisters. In continuation of the theme of yoga, let me first recapitulate that from being in the state of pure consciousness as we wake up in the morning, we step down through the triangular qualities of the soul which is which are called the will the knowledge and activity we step down the 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 awareness which we are which stays in sleep in tune with the universal consciousness as it awakens it awakens as pure consciousness that then it enters into a triangle of will knowledge and activity then it tends to be an individual soul individualized awareness it's an individualized awareness we see oneself and we see another we see another we see you me and he like that in three persons we see the one beyond when it enters into the triangular forces trigunas are the three qualities of nature we tend to be individualized it is a step down as we step down normally we are supposed to know the will of god and align with that will of god so that we function in tune with that will of god with the help of the knowledge which comes as we align with the will and with the potential or power that comes from the will in terms of activity so the normally the humans as they wake up in the morning they have lost 
they have lost the technology of relating to the will of god therefore they whatever that comes to them they keep doing it therefore they digress that's how there is a fall from being a son of god to a son of man from being a son of god to a son of man in the morning i explained to you that when you enter the creation every morning every morning we enter into the creation as we enter into the creation we should know what to do <coughs> just like as we enter into this hall we should know what we have to do here we cannot do other things here likewise if you enter into your bureau you should know what you should do like that every morning as you enter into life you should know what am i to do that is a question this question is uh, when asked then the answer comes from the most high circles but it that technology is lost therefore we do whatever comes to us from the objectivity instead of receiving the command from the higher circles we receive the command from the lower circles the body says i need this the senses say i need this the mind says i say, i need this so we go by the demands that come from the lower circles are from the subordinates and we tend to be more subservient to the demands coming from the body from the senses and from the mind and we do not apply our buddhi we do not apply our buddhi to tune up to the will of god that is therefore what happens is from the state of when we are individualized it is already first of all when we lose this buddhi we get a second fall and we land into the mind and the mind only shows mostly the outer things from the childhood we are only taught what is in the outer and we try to reach out to them through the five senses and the body so from the outer we receive our program from the objectivity we receive our program since we have not as since we have lost the ability to receive the program from the higher circles and over is one who receives the program from higher circles and conducts it in the lower circles if you are working if you are working in any office as an employee what is it that you do you take orders from the higher from your superiors you take orders from the superiors and with the, with the cooperation of the subordinates you fulfill the work is it the mind the senses and the body are facilities for us to conduct the work that you receive from higher circles <clears throat> but what happens to a mundane man is the mind the senses and the body they tell us what you have to do this is what is called listening to the subordinates so we tend to be more and more associating with the subordinates and we are pulled down further to the level of the subordinates it's like an officer in a in an office if he is mostly with the watchman with the peon and with the messenger boy always looking to them then they start using him he is supposed to be in his seat 
and the watchman or the pun or the, the subordinate superintendent or a clerk, they are supposed to sub- cooperate with him and do work, not give him work. He cannot receive work from the subordinates. Isn't it? It's common. If we go to our office, we are the boss of our office. If our subordinates tell us what we need to do, then their program is fulfilled, not our program. As we go to any office or bank or any profession or any business, we go with a program, isn't it? And those who are in the business premises or in the office premises or in the professional premises, they are supposed to cooperate with you to fulfill your plan. So we as beings, as I said in the morning and as I also said yesterday evening, we are descended from the male-female energy called God. The male-female energy is called God in all scriptures. He is Ardhanarishwara. He is not completely male. He is not completely female. That is why we have the Ardhanarishwara Tattva as God. It is not he, it is not she. The scriptures speak of that energy as it or as that. Tat, it says. Tat. Iti, like that. Iti means it. Tat means that. That or it, that's how God is pronounced. It is never said that God is male. It is by habit. <clears throat> People say, when they refer to God, they refer to him as he. And then came another dimension, it can also be she. And then came the third dimension, it is neither she nor he, but it is both. And we are descendants of it. We also have similar nature, we have existence and awareness. Existence is Shiva, awareness is Shakti. Together it is at work. So in us there is exi- we are existing and we are carrying this awareness. Our awareness is always with us. Only it, it degenerates when we do not know how to follow the order as it comes to us. The order is from higher to lower circles. It has to. <coughs> from higher circles there is the inflow of the plan and in the lower circles as you fulfill your... Your life is also fulfilled. But what happens is, instead of listening to the higher circles and trying to know what we have to do, we listen to the lower circles of mind, senses and body which represent our body. In our scriptures, mind, senses and body together is called the body. It's a triple. Body is a triple. The soul is a triple in the sense, the jivatma is a triple in the sense, he has will, knowledge and activity as his potential. But what to will, what to will? To know that will, Gayatri is given, to know that will, Siva Sankalpa Masu, I spoke in the morning. I am only recapitulating because there may be some who have not come to the class in the morning. It happens in all proceedings that those who do not come for earlier teachings come for the later teachings, then they do not know what is what. <coughs> those who follow the teaching from the very first session, they know it well. 
But anyway, as a teacher, I have a responsibility to include all. Though they haven't come for the preceding sessions, I have a responsibility to include and see that they also try to gain this. In the morning, very elaborately I spoke to you, what happens when we do not align with the will of God? As I said, as we enter into this hall, if we do not know what to do here, we do anything other than what is to be done. If you go to an office and you don't do what is to be done there, but do other things, you are into a problem. If you go to your business and you don't do the business, but do other things, you are into a problem. When you are into a human body, there is a purpose for being in the human body. To stay aligned and to experience the divinity in us, to experience the spirit, the, the force and the matter, all the three, matter, force and consciousness, shall have to be experienced in their fullest content. That is the purpose of a human life. If you realize that you are the descendant of the Most High, the descendant of the Most High, that has to be recollected. These classes are much better in the early hours where there are no talking people around because they would be sleeping at that time. <coughs> so those who wish to listen only will come here, others will be sleeping. So the we are the descendants of the Most High and we have the facility of will, knowledge and activity as the three qualities with us, as the three qualities. But we need to know what is to be done in a place at a time. In a place, we are at a place and we are in a time. What should we do in the morning? What should we do in the noon time? What should we do in the afternoon? What should we do in the evening? What should we do in the night? Different times, different um, work is ordained. The whole time, the day is divided into eight parts of three hours each. Each one is called is a jhamu. Jhamu means three hours time. Each three hours, it is a different energy. From six to nine, it is one kind of energy. Nine to twelve, it is at another. Twelve to three, it is still another time. Three to six is still different time. Six to nine, again it changes. Every three hours it changes. That is a, a very broad division. Stula vibhaga, not sushma. If you go into detail, you have so much to know. So the time presents something. The place presents something. If you are, say, between 9 to 12, if you are in your business premises, there are duties are there. But they change when you go to a temple. Or they change when you go to a marriage function between 9 and 12. So place and time indicates to you what is the work that you have to do. So to know this and to do this would enable you to experience different things being in the human form. But when we do not honor the time, when we do not honor the place, time and space, that's how this is. In time and space, when you do not honor what is to be done and do other things, we get out of the plan, we get away from the scheme of things. It's like getting away from the main road. Getting away from the main. 
the mind shows certain things. The senses, they always bring messages to the mind. It shows something over there, something over there, something over there. The, the eye shows, the ear, ear brings messages, the touch brings messages, the smell brings messages. All five senses keep bringing messages, but should you respond to them? Should we? Should we respond to them or should we focus upon what we are to do? <laughs> That's how the senses only bring us information. Information can be received, but you need not act upon the information unless it is part of your plan. <clears throat> what is to be done, whatever you have to do, what is required to be done, what is not desired to be done, there is what is this. We desire to do things. We require to do things. I am required to share with you whatever knowledge I have. That's the time now here. I am also interested in a cricket match. There is a cricket match going on in Mumbai. Isn't it? <laughs> Between England and India. So I am also interested in it. But what should I do here now? Should I look? Go back to the hotel and look to television for the cricket match. Or should I deliver my lecture here? It's so very clear, isn't it? In every damn thing it is so clear. In everything it is so clear. In the morning when we were at breakfast, our, uh, the group has arranged some uh, item for breakfast and our uh, Ramana and Venu they arrange certain other things for breakfast. There are many items for breakfast. What for is the breakfast to ensure that you take what is desirable to your body? Isn't it? You should take what is desirable to your body, what is agreeable to your body. The Out of love and affection, many things are offered, but what should I do? Should I eat everything? If I so, in what quantity? I eat all the three items in what quantity? Or should I eat what is agreeable to my body and reject what is not agreeable? This kind of discrimination is there with man. So in a given situation, what is to be done to know man is given this discrimination? And this has, this cannot be ignored at any time. At any time. While I speak also, I cannot ignore the the faculty of discrimination. In any function that we do, we cannot abandon discrimination. So with the help of discrimination and with an ardent attitude when you relate to the divine of whom you are a part, you get your right idea to the right to do the thing in a place at a time. That's the divine. If we get the right idea in a wrong time, it doesn't work. Isn't it? If we get a right idea in a wrong place, it doesn't work. It is time, place, and then the right thought. These three have to happen. That can happen if you are, if you use your buddhi. Buddhi is the name given for discriminative will. Only humans have it. So we have to utilize this buddhi to relate to the divine will, that is why Gayatri. 
There are thousands of ways by which we can fall down into matter again and again and again. Thousands of ways. As I said, you can reach the pinnacle of matter, but still you can fall. To say that I spoke to you about the goat going up the mount. After going up the mount, what is it it has done? Eating, 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 it has gone up the hill. What will it do? It will again come down. I also have recently, recently I am also saying this. Man has climbed Everest, isn't it? It is a great achievement of 19th century. Climbed Everest. How oh, we all celebrated. Okay, he went up to the peak. Then what did he do? What did he do? Did he go to sky from there? What is the purpose of going all that ascension up to the peak of Everest? And what is it that has happened after there? Like that, in matter, we may be amassing, amassing, amassing. There is a point where it's over. Again you start doing the same thing, again you start doing the same thing, again you start the, doing the same thing, but beyond matter there is force, beyond force there is awareness, and there is the pool of awareness where which emerges from existence. So there is an ascending order into which you have to move, and all that possibility is with you in your human constitution. So therefore, if you are satisfied with your routine, working with the mind and senses and body, one day this mind, senses and body, they abandon you. They abandon you. As you move forward in life, slowly you tend to be more and more forgetful, isn't it? The mind is not recollecting as before. <clears throat> we have to struggle to recollect. Smriti is receding. The senses, almost all of us, even from the 40th year, we are using additional eyes, isn't it? And then from 60 years, hearing aid, isn't it? Then again, the legs, slowly this, the they don't have that kind of balance to work, isn't it? There are many, as they advance in their age, they lose the balance to work. And their hands, they shiver when they sign, the, when they make the signature, the bank manager says it, is, it doesn't tally with your original signature. He sends it back. <laughs> so everything trembles and it falls. It disowns you. Before it disowns you, is it not honorable that we depart from it? Before your mind, senses and body disown you, is it not honorable that you depart from it? Before you throw me out of Bharampur, is it not honorable that I go away myself? We should not overstay in anything, isn't it? Anywhere. If a guest comes to your house, one day he is treated well, second day it's okay, third day he is almost part of the thing, fourth day onwards he is ignored. Eh? I let him <coughs> Isn't it? There is a point beyond which you are not entertained by this body because you are a, you are a guest. To this. You have entered into this form. And there is an agreement which you may not know 
that it shall serve you if you do for, for, for certain purposes it is given to you as i told you in the morning the trinity the triple is given to you the fivefold body is given to you eightfold nature is given to you for you to fulfill the purpose for which you have come in we entered through the three qualities we entered through the five elements and fivefold body and we are with the eight we are into an eight layered body we entered into it for what that you should know since we do not know it we try to know by serving the parents and serving the teacher and following the program that they give that's what we say in the morning prayer we repeat for your convenience from the center where the will of god is known let purpose guide the little will of men from the center where the will of god is known master center the the purpose guide the little will of men the purpose which the masters know and sir the teacher knows the purpose and he is serving that purpose so when you are with a teacher whatever he inter- he gives you as a program if you follow it he will put you into the purpose where you will reach a point from where you start ascending that's what i said in the morning and also yesterday there may be 1000 students around a teacher but not all will reach that point where he starts ascending <clears throat> ascension is possible only when mind senses and body stop demanding from you and start cooperating with you ascension ascension is possible the program that a master of wisdom gives you it should enable you to gain he gives such a program by which you will have to master your mind your senses and your body tend to cooperate more and more and more with you and they don't demand anything from you i want this i want this this kind of a thing won't be there by the senses by the body or by the mind it is more oriented to the work of the master meaning what mind senses and body are made to align and made to cooperate only when they, when this happens when the mind senses and body are willing to cooperate with you at any place and at any time then you are ready to make an ascent otherwise they pull you down the mind pulls you down some problem in life some health problem you are more worried about it than with the purpose of life some monetary problem you are more worried about monetary problem or some problem to a family member you are more worried about it some problem in profession business or employment you are more worried about it and even though it is not our problem we worry so much about demonetization isn't it <coughs> is it directly affecting each one of us really speaking after all what little money you have you would have already changed it change you don't have to change you can keep it in the bank and take the whenever you need you can write by way of new notes we participate in the in the commotion relating to anything that is happening in, in the nation what for time waste is it not 
we keep on discussing discussing it two three people gather and they keep on discussing the current issues isn't it there are always there are current issues all around you in barampur there are issues in orissa there are issues in india there are issues globally there are issues isn't it so always daily there is a an issue coming from either from the north or east or west or south that is why it is called news north east west and south together n e w s news so this news engages us and it is not our purpose to get engaged with the news and there are so many channels to engage you is it your purpose to see so much waste your time in so many ways forgetting what you have to do why it is happening we have we have this curiosity to know things which are not relevant to us that's where mind deviates <coughs> mind puts you away from your program because it gathers through its five senses so many things so as long as you are you are dispersed into so many things you have no time to make the ascension the master wants that you arrange in such a manner that your mind your senses and your body are in alignment so that you can ascend from the mind into buddhi from buddhi to the state of atman from the state of atman to paramatma that's the ascent for that what is needed you need to have a mind which is obliging you a mind which is which can become very quiet and calm at will just like if you tame a dog if it is sit it sits isn't it in meditation if you ask your mind don't disturb me i want to relate to light it starts disturbing you the moment you close your eyes what is it you are doing you are asked to relate to either the pulsating principle in you or you are asked to relate to the light in the head it's a proposal a, a noble proposal a humble proposal coming from you and your mind would kidnap you into many thoughts it means what your mind is not cooperating with you and mind is supported by senses so the sense will lead you to a place which you have seen before or the sense of taste will lead you to a hotel where you have eaten a, a tasty food the other day or your your ear will lead you to some talk that happened yesterday day before where there was some unpleasantness present things are never recovered by recollected if someone had said something 3 days ago which is not very pleasant it keeps on bringing it the ear the sense of hearing repeats it and then mind presents it to you in meditation in meditation what happens is all that which is not necessary for our purposes of meditation the mind the mind gathers <coughs> how can it anything can be done nothing can be done that's why the moment you think of moving upward there are thousands and thousands of ways by which the mind senses and body pull you down into objectivity into mundane world so it, when your aspiration to move upwards grows in great spirit 
and if it has enough fire when it becomes your top priority then they suggest see whether your mind is ready or not by applying it upon your respiration by applying it upon your respiration if your mind is ready it will easily relate to respiration move in along with inhalation move out along with exhalation and again move in with respiration inhalation and move out with exhalation it moving in moving out moving in moving out it is listening to what you say <clears throat> because it is what it is your own awareness in mind this awareness which is posited in mind it is now moving through inhalation into you and moving out through exhalation it is how many times it as it moves in and moves out it remains with respiration and when will it again deviate you have to observe up to a point it does later respiration is left by the mind mind gets into some other thoughts after some time it remembers i am supposed to relate to respiration it's a practice we have to do this practice is not possible unless there is somewhat some degree of quietude for the mind <clears throat> some some degree of quietude for the mind that quietude for the mind comes only when you accomplish 10 things according to yoga ahimsa do not harm others in the sense it is physical not only physical emotionally hurting others mentally hurting others physically hurting others is not allowed you have to your life has to follow that path and then you should not indulge too much into sex activity except for having progeny that continues your family dynasty excessive sex activity will deplete all your energies because the sukla which stays in sahasrara sukla samsthita vise sahasrara sahasra dara padmasta dashayar it is it it comes down as energy every time you are indulging into sex activity so you are conducting the energy flow in the opposite direction while in meditation you are trying to move upward in sex activity is moving downwards therefore it is said do not indulge into too much sex activity marginal sex activity and monogamy up to a point of your conceiving children this is how they say have a moderate sex activity and then make sure that what you think what you speak and what you do are on the same line manovakaya karma manas speech vaka and then karma action the mind the speech and the action the thought the speech and the action make sure as far as possible they are in one line don't think something else speak something else and do something else then you are a, a, a being that is fragmented broken into pieces you think it is intelligence that you say something but you do but you have something else in mind and you do something else by that what is happening you may be thinking that you are intelligent but you are destroying yourself so therefore you have to set it into order that is what is given as a in, in the initial state as satya ahimsa satyam brahmacharyam 
అపరిగ్రహం నెవర్ థింక్ ఆఫ్ స్టీలింగ్ అదర్స్ ప్రాపర్టీస్ నెవర్ థింక్ ఆఫ్ స్టీలింగ్ అదర్స్ పీపుల్ టూ థింగ్స్ ఇషావాసి ఉపనిషత్ ఇట్ స్పీక్స్ ఇన్ ది వెరీ ఫస్ట్ స్ట్రోఫా ఫస్ట్ స్టాండా డూ నాట్ థింక్ ఆఫ్ అదర్స్ వెల్త్ అండ్ అదర్స్ మెన్ హౌ టు గెట్ దెమ్ ఫర్ యూ మహాభారత ఇస్ ఎ స్టోరీ ఆఫ్ సర్పింగ్ అదర్స్ ప్రాపర్టీ రామాయణ ఇస్ ఎ స్టోరీ ఆఫ్ ఉసర్పింగ్ అదర్స్ లేడీ బోత్ ఆర్ వన్ ఈస్ ట్రైంగ్ టు స్టీల్ అదర్స్ ప్రాపర్టీ దుర్యోధన వాంటెడ్ టు స్టీల్ వాట్ ఈస్ డ్యూ టు పాండవాస్ అండ్ రావణ వాంటెడ్ టు స్టీల్ ది లేడీ ఆఫ్ రామా దీస్ ఆర్ ది టూ థింగ్స్ యోగా సేజ్ నెవర్ థింక్ ఆఫ్ దెమ్ డోంట్ థింక్ ఆఫ్ అదర్స్ పర్సన్స్ డజెంట్ సే అదర్స్ లేడీస్ ఓన్లీ ఇఫ్ సమన్ ఈస్ అసిస్టింగ్ సమన్ ఎల్స్ ఇఫ్ ఈస్ ఎ గుడ్ అసిస్టెంట్ డోంట్ ప్లాన్ టు గెట్ దట్ అసిస్టెంట్ టు యూ he is assisting him let him assist you find your assistant likewise there is there is a competition competitioning competition among gurus also others disciples this master tries to catch and this master this disciples other master tries this is all complete ignorance <coughs> don't steal others people don't steal others property that is aparigraha that is asteya meaning no thieving instinct in you no thieving instinct in you don't take away anything what is not yours don't try to pick it up i'll give you one example that is where we are going in the street in barampur and then we found some gold coin over there it belongs to there is no one who has noticed it but there is a gold coin falling there <coughs> there are two possibilities for us isn't it one thing is it doesn't belong to us why should we take it isn't it the other thing is it belongs to no one it is for nothing it is lying there let me take it let us take both the situations these are the two options isn't it either we take it or we don't take it when we don't take it what happens you know with the mind it keeps on recollecting that you should have taken that you should have taken that it belongs to no one why did you not take it why did you not take it you could have taken you could, he keeps on bothering <coughs> isn't it you have decided not to take it but then the mind comes back and keeps on poking into you you should have done this you should it's over no okay the other way you have taken it when you have taken it then what you have to do with it what shall i do with this what do i do extra program it is not there with us isn't it what am i to do with this where should i give it if it is a gold coin it's okay if it is some gold ornament you are afraid where to go because if you go to a jewelry shop and and you know that it is not yours you have other thoughts coming either way it is isn't it that kind of mind is it helpful when you go when you take one decision and it it gives you harmony you proceed with it but mind says something you do something and then you land into conflict so therefore this asteya the one who has steals who has stolen 
others men or others property can never be at comfort with himself. Can never be. Because the other may not know that it is stolen by such and such a person, but the one who has stolen knows it. The one who has stolen, he knows it. So, instead of others trying to notice it, he has, his own conscience keeps on telling him, he have done this, he have done this, he have done this. This is horrible, isn't it? So it's unworthy to get into stealing activity. When you steal, you're always reminded of what you have stolen. Because there is truth in you, it keeps on recollecting it to you. That's what we say in Sri Suktam. Vajas Satyamasi Mahi. Meaning you cannot suppress truth because it generates from you. It generates from you. If you have said something which is not very nice, later you keep on, I should not have said this, I should not have said this, I should not have said this. Isn't it? Happens. So this kind of mind is not fit for yoga. Today it is a fashion that we are, say about yoga, we speak of meditation. But a mind which is, which is well-trained in terms of ahimsa, satyam, brahmacharyam, asteyam, meaning absence of stealing instinct, aparigraham, meaning not to receive anything without doing anything for others. So now he gives gifts to all of us. No? They say they are mementos. Hmm? What for we should receive these mementos? What have we done to receive these mementos? Hmm? If we have contributed something to the Barham group, if we have contributed something to the Barham group, our poor is our contribution. If you have contributed something, you are you you, you stand eligible to receive a memento, isn't it? Just because we came here and did do did nothing except taking breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and a memento is given, we carry with us. What happens? We incur karma. Incur karma. That's how the scriptures are. Karma. People who offer, they are releasing themselves. But people who keep receiving, they are gathering for themselves. Those who offer, they are, doing, they are fine with them because they are releasing their karma. But those who receive, they gather their karma. Therefore, the fifth instruction in Yama is, don't accept anything free. <clears throat> Nothing in this creation is free. Everything in this creation is free. You think this body is given free to you? No. You are indebted to the five elements. You are indebted to the, the devas of the five senses. You are indebted to Manu who gave you the, because the mind principle which is with you as mind. You are indebted to the pulsating principle. You are indebted to your parents. You are indebted to your teachers. You are indebted to the society from where you get everything. All this. So it's a one state of continuous indebtedness. So the best way is to see that you keep on offering, keep on offering, keep on offering. Do not look for receiving, receiving. That is aparigraha. Aparigraha. That's, that, that makes you a king of your own being. You are not, you are always in a position to give, not in a position to receive. 
such instructions are there in the very fundamental state which are not followed ahimsa satyam brahmacharyam asteyam aparigraham visarde fine then comes outer purity and inner purity suchi saucham meaning externally you must make sure that everything is clean with you and around you if it is not clean make them clean yourself the bar the table where you work if it is not clean make sure that the table is clean because uncleanliness brings ignorance uncleanliness brings ignorance cleanliness brings knowledge that's the first step outer cleanliness that is one thing inner cleanliness is another thing <clears throat> the best is very clean outside inside is not clean the east is not clean outside but uh, half plate not so very clean inside also there are too many too ambitious too jealous too prejudicial too much pride isn't it too much irritation too much worry which were not there earlier we are very easily irritable isn't it and we are worried for everything if your if your child goes to school till he comes back you are worried during earlier days the child used to go by walk even if it is distant places 8 kilometers 10 kilometers come back by walk today we go and drop them we bring them even if they are into colleges we drop them we bring them what is a worry so inside there is worry there is irritation there is anger there is jealousy there is fear isn't it so there is no inside cleanliness suchis saucham means outer purity and inner purity inner purity comes when you consistently and constantly relate to the light within you so then you such a situation enables you to sit quiet in meditation anyway we have to we, the, the familiar situation any longer we speak it is the same this is all very familiar to us what is unfamiliar to us is that we gather ourselves at the pulsating center with the help of respiration if you somehow are able to organize your life in a fashion that your mind is generally quiet generally there are situations where it may get into disturbance generally quiet once in a while it gets disturbed generally disturbed once in a while it gets quiet it doesn't work generally disturbed once in a while it is quiet is not eligible to get into pranayama generally quiet once in a while it gets disturbed rama also got disturbed when sita was abducted yudhishthira was also disturbed when his four brothers were were lost in the forest some yaksha has taken care of them nahusha prasna yaksha prasna those are the times yudhishthira feels the insecure feeling it's once in a while so we have to train our mind to generally keep it quiet and such a quiet mind only you can apply upon respiration when you apply the mind upon respiration in that manner 
then slowly the mind it has since it has the nature of inquisitiveness it relates to pulsating principle in you that is the point where you have to reach if you if it relates to pulsating principle when you are with it slowly the others stop touching you the outer life and the outer events the outer conditions stop touching you that is what is called getting into a cave <clears throat> you have gone into your own being and you are with the pulsating principle keep your awareness over there the awareness is in the mind keep it over there keep it over there for a long time then you get much more peacefulness in you to start with. much more peacefulness the more and more you relate to it slowly what happens is from being earlier you are with prana and apana this prana and apana slowly they merge into samana which is happening at the pulsating place <coughs> that is called samana vayu samana prana once you are accustomed to sit at this pulsating place with samana vayu and that becomes a habit with you it gets into an inquiry about what is it that is causing pulsation that's what what is it that is causing this action of unfoldment refoldment unfoldment refoldment unfoldment re it is happening in us even in sleep it is happening in whatever activity we are happening i explained to you yesterday or in the morning that it always happens in whatever activity you are and even if you are in no activity it is happening even if you are sleeping it is happening it is such a friend that never fails you so when you go there you know this is my house this is my house. let me enter into it let me enter into this pulsating principle this center because there is some intelligence which is functioning on the other side and it is first time you know there is something happening in you without you are doing first time we all believe in doing things now we believe in doing things but there is something which is happening in you without you are doing we have not proposed to pulsate but it is happening so there is something which is happening on the basis of which we are doing so many other things so that is the mother that is the foundation that is the pillar of your own being without that you cannot do anything in the outer world you cannot do anything in the inner world it's pulsating if the pulsation stops everything stops so this pulsation as it is interested more and more at the at the heart center slowly tries to investigate and penetrate through the pulsation into a deeper side of pulsation that is what is said in yoga as sukshma spandana when you get deeper into the pulsating principle there you find for, for the first time some golden light golden light and when you are into that light and stay there you find a vertical column within you a vertical column of light as you find that column of light the you this the samana prana enters you to another prana called udana prana 
this udana prana slowly starts lifting you up. <coughs> when you reach the udana prana then it is the pranayama step is over now you are into the next step called pratyahara meaning you are drawn into deeper side of your own being the drawn pratyahara means drawn within and drawn to your original place as i told you yesterday our original seat is in the forehead we we come down and we function and then we have to go back go to the heart move up go to the brow center from there do the final step of dhyana to reach samadhi so udana is the is the prana which is called mukhya prana by the madhvas the madhvas speak of hanuman as mukhya prana it is the sushumna through which the pulsating principle keep on ascending and you are more and more away from the objective world you are more and more into subjective world of light and of sound that's how it happens the more you are into deeper side of your being and move are moving with the help of udana prana you start from golden light slowly you will get into a kind of a brilliant golden light and thereafter it takes to a, a, a greenish golden light and then a bluish greenish light like that as you reach up to broad center you listen you 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 would be visualizing aquamarine colors and also be listening to the related sounds there is a sound and light show when you go inside when you are engaged in this uh, light and sound show you are no more interested in the outer world outer world you do your duties what is to be done is done and quickly you come back to get into meditation that is the advanced state for a yoga student that he cares more to contemplate within than to move outside like a vagabond the mind is a vagabond you know vagabond means a dog that keeps on moving without any aim it's a, it's a german word vagabond means it, it keeps on moving in the streets it has no program isn't it a tamed dog remains at home but a, a street dog it keeps on moving everywhere wandering mind is a street dog now this street dog has transformed itself into a tamed dog and it is finding with its ability to see ability to listen the dog has that ability isn't it a dog can listen better than us and then as it keeps on listening to the sound of the pulsation it enters into areas of light it enters into areas of sound it enters into areas of knowledge that's how it happens to for a for a true student of yoga or meditation that he concurrently gets information from within all great seers they did not become great by reading books they have found what is true in the scriptures through their own tapas through their own meditation and all this happens with udana prana hanuman is said to be one of the gurus who helps you with udana prana that's why he is worshiped as a great guru in madhva system likewise dattatreya also helps you likewise ganesha he also helps you likewise your own teacher also helps your own master whom you follow 
helps you. His real help is from as you move inside, not so much outside. The purpose of a guru coming into your life is to ensure that you move more inside than outside. Outside you have been moving so many times, so many ways, for so many lives. Thousands and thousands of lives we have moved outside and doing the same things all the time. Same thing. The purpose of Guru is to see that this man is always is in the lurch. You know the lurch? It is like a, some kind of park of, it is some like some, some kind of, <clears throat> what you say, a soup, a thick soup. If a fly falls into a thick soup, can it again fly? Imagine that a fly has fallen into a thick soup, let's say poison. Can it again fly? It cannot. It needs someone's help to put it out. If you put the fly out of the plum, it can fly again, isn't it? We have the ability to fly, but we are in the plum. In the plum. Plum is a very... doesn't appeal well to the mind. That's why I say payasam. <coughs> but plum is the right thing. A thick excrete that comes from your nose when you have cold. Into that, if a fly is stuck, it can never come out. Such is the case with the humans who are stuck with the material world with the help of this mind. Now the master enters into your life only out of compassion to see that you move from this material where you are stuck. That's his purpose. That's why he comes into your life. You take the benefit of the presence of the master and keep on expanding your material benefits. I want to buy a house, I want to buy a car, I want this job, I want that business. Please tell me, please make sure that that minister gives me this order so that I can get more money. What do I know? So like that you keep using the master for again getting more and more stuck in the flame. That's not the purpose. The master is of real great help and no one helps you other than the master. When you are, when you have entered your heart center. When you have entered the heart, it is said you have entered the holy place relating to it. Into that holy place when you enter, then the lift up is caused by the udana prana. Prana, apana, when they are neutralized it becomes samana. Samana leads to udana and it puts you up, up, up and up. And by the time you reach Bro Center, you would have known as much knowledge as is necessary for your own growth. You would get instructions from inside. You get, you get every direction from inside. You are no more directed from outside. You are directed from inside. And all that happens as you move in the fifth step of Pratyahara. <laughs> The pratyahara leads you up to your bro center. There, then you feel that you are a, a brilliant pulsating principle. Brilliant because the consciousness is in its brilliance at ajna. At ajna, it is so brilliant. It is, it is not at ajna, it is a brumadhya. It is already brilliant. You see the, like the sunlight, the rising sunlight. And there you are pulsating and you, you, you are into a field of light. 
that is where you you would say that you are holding the body that you are not held by the body that is dharana what you call dharana is all the time we think the, we are held by the body no but the truth is we are holding the body if you wish you can leave the body and move out or you, you can enter and function in it that's how it happens at dharana that's why dharana is important the sixth step at that stage you you increase your degree of contemplation or meditation such a manner that you enter the agnya where the which i was speaking to you in the morning i spoke to you in the morning about the triangle of ida pingala sushumna the will knowledge and action ichha shakti jnana shakti kriya shakti in between you move here that is your original place <laughs> that is your throne this morning we spoke about the throne in the meditation isn't it that is the throne as you stay at your forehead in your meditation you are surrounded by a field of diamond light a field of diamond light and you you feel that you are sitting on a throne and your body is your throne this is called rajasimhasana king's throne while heart is called simhasana we also in my deities when we worship simhasanam samarpayami meaning what you have to invite him either into the forehead or you have to invite him into the heart center suvarna ratna khachita simhasanam samarpayami we say in it what is it suvarna ratna khachita simhasana ratna khachita means ratna sar means they are diamonds meaning brilliant white light suvarnas means all good color like golden light orange yellow and then light green aquamarine this kind of all precious stones are of that kind that kind of uh, in that field of light you are seated that's how it is that is the asana in that asana you you are seated at the but still you are on this side of the triangle just still and this side of the triangle but in your buddhic plane you are resplendent with your buddhi it is no more distracted into mind senses and body and into objectivity it gets into objectivity it descends and gets into objectivity only to fulfill the worldly duties it does not enter any more into the world it remains with the world but it is not remain in the world this is difference to be with but not in it is not stuck in the world it is with the world but at any time it can depart that happens as you move here then you are with the body you are not in the body that is experienced that is that is important that's where you experience that you continue to live even without this body that's where the amaratva is accomplished that you know that just like you have put on this clothing you have put on this body to fulfill purposes as ordained by the divine in a place for a time ral <laughs> in barampur i am in visakhapatnam each one of us are ordained duties there and as we conduct duties more and more duties do keep coming and we fulfill them 
బట్ ఓన్లీ డ్యూటీ కార్యం కర్మ దట్స్ ఆ భగవద్గీత సేస్ కార్యం కర్మ మీనింగ్ వాట్ ఈస్ టు బి డన్ నథింగ్ ఎల్స్ నో మోర్ ఇండెలిజెన్స్ ది ఇండెలిజెన్స్ ఈస్ మోర్ ఇన్ టు ది లైట్ వెర్టికల్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ బట్ నాట్ హారిజాంటల్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ when that happens you reach a point where you occupy the throne and then you would be crowned later <coughs> you are in such a position that you have reached dharana then you take to dhyana to go through the triangular door which i have been explaining since yesterday the triangular door of ichha jnana kriya har brahma vishnu maheshwara through that door you enter into para or beyond <coughs> there you have para brahman that's how the whole activity is guided through yoga practice by a master of wisdom and the same thing is there in bhagavad gita and in bhagavata and you can find it in the stories of great initiates how they have worked it out in their own life first of all from being dispersed state they come back to this to one point where there is a vertical path the king that is this vertical path is called king's way it is called the marga to sirsha meaning the path to the head marga sirsha this is we are in the month of marga sirsha that's why according to scripture this is the best month to get back into that marga which leads you to the sirsha sirsha means this is the head the path to head is at the heart so gather there with the help of respiration reach pulsation take to samana prana and then mudana prana and move up and then reach a point where you would finally get to vyana prana which is all permeating it permeates within it permeates outside that is the fifth prana vyana udana samana prana apana five are the pulsations that's how the pranic principle helps us the pranic principle is presided over by vayu that's why vayu is said to be the first guru namaste vayu tameva pratyaksham brahmasi he is the pratyaksha brahma he leads you to paroksha brahma that's why vayu vayu putra anjaneya all those who lift you up through from mundanity to higher planes they are all called gurus because they lead you through vayu they lead you through vayu and then you experience the brahman even after experiencing brahman you have the option to get back and sit in the forehead center or sit in the heart center that's how the seers they at will they relate to the highers and at will they function in the outer that's how they have the facility of working in the world they have, they have the facility of working in this world of light and they have the facility to merge with the one from whom we have all descended these are the facilities that are offered by a guru by a master of wisdom who has gone through all this process he went through the process and came back to teach this process to us just like someone who makes a yatra to Badrinath he comes back and says it's very easy we can go to Badrinath if you want i will lead you to Badrinath and there are people who go to mount kailash and lead others to mount kailash because they have gone they have seen they have experienced they know what it is how beautiful it is 
when they come back they say you must go you must see before you cloak you must see mount kailash you must take bath in manasarovar or you should go to charadham like this many people keep on saying because they have that experience which is not mundane like that when you experience the higher planes which are within you all the planes of the universe are within the human so a, a man who has taken to the path of yoga goes through all these processes all these processes and transforms himself into a mahatma then he cannot sit, sit quiet he would like his fellow men to experience it that's why out of compassion out of love he comes back to share this with all and see if someone is willing to get into it as he informs thousands and thousands as lord krishna says if one is gets into it he is happy even if one gets into it manushyanam sahasreshu dashvata i am saying that that's what krishna said i am repeating among thousands that a teacher informs one gets into it if one gets into it he feels he is satisfied it's like a teacher teaching thousand students and one passes in the exam <laughs> how simple minded is the teacher that he is satisfied okay at least one has the effort he has yielded the show for every master there is a, a disciple happening we see in all hierarchies there is a, a chain of disciples happening and there is a continuity up to the seventh plane and beyond so that is what we mean when we speak of yoga be it kriya yoga be it yoga coming from patanjali be it yoga coming from akishal the path is the same the different terminologies are given but the technique is ultimately getting into the pulsating principle and moving forward that's how it is and may that happen to all of you because you are all belonging to brahmapuri so the brahmapuri exists in your in the, at the top of your head brahmapuri is not in the gullies that you have here the streets that you have here the four lane roads the two lane roads the single lane roads that's our brahmapuri brahmapuri is at the top of your head and there was a time when people are who are interested in brahman they all gathered here since their objective was to realize brahman they called their pura as brahmapura and your own body is also brahmapura because it can lead you to brahma brahman and leading to brahman is like getting into this this sirsha or siras and it is in the sirsha you have all the light we say purushottam sirsha jau jauh means it is like electrical light it's very splendid splendid light when you get into the head itself beyond throat center it's all light beyond throat center up above it is all light below it is all force up to diaphragm below diaphragm it is matter matter force and consciousness this is how we are a triple when we meet when we reach the the sahasrara then he said it is said that you have master there is a master in you which is conducting all this for you it is from from that master you have descended it is from the same master your body also descended the body with all its limbs descended from the master you also descended from the master 
ఇవర్ యూ టేక్ ది కోఆపరేషన్ ఆఫ్ యువర్ బాడీ అండ్ మూవ్ టువర్డ్స్ ది మాస్టర్ సో యు ఆర్ దేర్ యువర్ మాస్టర్ ఇస్ దేర్ అండ్ యువర్ వెహికల్ ఇస్ దేర్ సో యువర్ త్రీ ఇన్ వన్ యువర్ వెహికల్ ఇస్ దేర్ ఫర్ టు ఫంక్షన్ యువర్ మాస్టర్ ఇస్ దేర్ అట్ ది టాప్ ఆఫ్ యువర్ హెడ్ సో దర్శవ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ ఎట్ నర నారాయణ నర అండ్ ది రథ రథ మీన్స్ ది చారియర్ బాడీ ఇస్ ది చారియర్ విశ్వనారాయణ ఈజ్ కృష్ణ నర ఈజ్ అర్జున చారియట్ ఈజ్ ది చారియట్ దట్ అర్జున వాజ్ గివెన్ బై ది లాడ్ ఆఫ్ ఫైర్ దర్శవ్ యూ హ్యావ్ దట్ పిక్చర్ ఆఫ్ నారాయణ నర అండ్ చారియట్ నారాయణ నర అండ్ దెన్ ది వెహికల్ కాల్డ్ ది బాడీ వీ ఆర్ ఎ ట్రిపుల్ we should know we should get our right identity we can relate to the master gain the, the will knowledge and activity the coming from him and then take the cooperation of the body fulfill all the surroundings make a make your life a fragrant life that that you leave some fragrance behind and then gracefully depart even before the body kicks you out as important you should uh, dismount the the horse before the horse is horse kicks you out you must come out of your vehicle before the vehicle kicks you out that is honorable that's why they say when the work is done at will you can depart at will you can depart so there are many 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 more details relating to it but some theme relating to you what is intended by the masters that we follow master cvv మాస్టర్ ఎంఎల్ మాస్టర్ ఈకే ఆర్ లార్డ్ మైత్రేయ దే స్టాండ్ ఫర్ ది పాత్ ఆఫ్ యోగా దర్శ దేర్ మెయిన్ వర్క్ ఈజ్ టు ఇంపార్ట్ యోగా అండ్ సీ దట్ దోస్ హూ రిలేట్ టు దేమ్ గెట్ ఇన్ టు ది పాత్ ఆఫ్ యోగా అండ్ దెన్ టేక్ టు ది మెయిన్ రోడ్ మార్గా టు సీర్షా దట్ ది కింగ్ వే కింగ్స్ వే to that extent the masters of wisdom have been functioning ever since the beginning of kali yuga from thousands of years they are looking for beings who are willing to take to this path so that they too can join them and form a huge brotherhood that can help humanity at large such is the work coming from every master of wisdom so according to your inclination to your inclination as per your inclination you can think of gathering yourself focus at the pulsating principle in the heart staying with it and moving upwards make your own effort and there are the guidance is always available in that when you are in that kind of an effort and may you all be blessed to transcend the death may you all be blessed to experience the brahman that is the very purpose for which the whole activity was initiated and may it continue to be so while we do many other things let us not forget the very main purpose of our being together in all these programs so thank you one and all namaskar